0: Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it is no difference. I, I have with me Mr. Doru Droshkaru. Doru, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, it's my absolute pleasure, mate. Um, Doru, the whole reason for the resistance series is to really highlight and indicate the struggle businesses have gone through the pivots they've made along the way and basically how, how they've, how they've overcome these crazy times. Um, talk to me about some of your background first and then list, and then we can get into your business and you know, the challenges and the difficulties that you guys face during, dur- during this period.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm the chief product officer at Belong. Um, I'm partnered with uh, Jack and Uh, Demi. They're both located in Toronto, Canada. I'm in Bucharest, Romania. And um, in the last couple of years, we have developed a platform for uh, businesses that are centered around communities. And um, it all started in uh, 2015 when um, my partner Demi and myself worked with Keek Canadian company that's uh, listed at the uh, Toronto stock, uh, stock exchange, and um, the company had some issues. Uh, then Dimi came along; he was uh, named interim uh, CEO. His um, he, he did an amazing job, and uh, I joined in that project where when where we uh, rebuilt the app. Uh, it was a video platform. It was actually TikTok before TikTok. It was a platform. With uh, 80 million users worldwide, Um, and people were sharing videos, and it uh, it all worked great until it didn't. And then uh, Dimi came along and saved saved things. Uh, I helped with that. Uh, We redeemed the app, and then the company got sold, and that was the end of the story. We we spent like I think 18 months in total there. Mm -hmm. And then when uh, when things um, when when when, uh, when we left, then we. We decided that with the things that we learned uh, we can build something great and then we started what today is belong and uh, initially it started as uh, an enterprise solution and uh, we since then we're working with t-mobile here in romania and we did an amazing job with them uh, we created this platform uh, that's um, catered to serve more than hundreds of people. They were using WhatsApp tools and Facebook groups, uh, but the company lost the knowledge, information, and they wanted to, to bring that all together and reward people for their contribution, for the conversations that they have. Uh, um, and we built a great platform for that. And then we said, okay, so working with them, it's it's a fantastic thing to have, but then, we struggled with, uh, selling this to other companies because we entered a very difficult, uh, um, um, z- area where you compete with, uh, with the likes of Slack or uh, Microsoft Teams. And then that's a really difficult, um, uh, uh, road <laughs> to, to, to go on. And then 2020 came and, uh, in February, we saw the COVID effect, that the things, uh, how, how things were happening in China, and then everything, uh, like, it, it went full speed in Europe and then in, um, in North America. And uh, we said, look, the, the thing, the business that we have, uh, so we were, we, were, we were struggling with the selling process, but from a product perspective, we've built something amazing, mature, tested, used, And exactly like it's written in the back of your, uh, on the wall in your, from your back, work hard, work smart, be patient. Well, the patient moment, uh, the the moment where where um, our patience was rewarded was in February twenty twenty. So, the product that we've built, that we right now we're positioning under the Belong name, fits great with the current needs of sports clubs, because the. The platform that we have addresses essential parts of com- of, uh, of a community. So, in the case of a sports club, you have three essential actors: it's the club, it's the fans, and there are the sponsors. So, these are the three actors that are in a continuous relation. So, these they define the the, the, the club community, and uh, the solution that we have is it. it it's exactly the uh, the, the, it's a perfect fit for the current needs as I as I I said earlier because of people are not going to the stadium anymore but they want to be close to the sports club and to the team that they love and the the club needs their sponsors and the sponsors need their the club's fans and there's a relationship in this there's a triad here but things get really difficult when fans are, are at home or are away from their team and now there's this smart stadium solutions the way i see this uh, solutions they're like a temporary solutions like a patch for a problem that we don't know how long it will last meaning that if you have like nice cardboards on 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 the seats of the stadium or maybe some audio that's a cool thing to have for a few matches but how long can you keep that you need your fans engaged you need to to have a relationship with them you need to have a two-way conversation there that's not that's the things have changed so what we have is okay so the way zoom transformed working space during this period we're transforming the uh, the way clubs keep their fans close to the club to to their team and to the sponsors does it make sense of course all right of and course. um so let's start with the second screen we know that the numbers for the second screen i think are are, are 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 very big but these are numbers from two years ago and i think i think things changed meaning that the numbers are even bigger like there's a, a report released uh, last year uh, uh by um, Nielsen. nilson uh, yeah. Uh, yeah there's a news report there and they said that eight, close to 80% of people watching a game use a second screen device and from those people 70% look up content that's related to what they're watching yeah and 40% message their friends and family so there's that's a that's an uh, that's a, um, a very important space to get on and now because people are are not in the stadium they're at home or maybe with their friends and the second screen becomes an even more important place to be. So how do we bring teams and sponsors in that space? Well, they already do that through social media, but that's a crowded space. I mean, traditional social media like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, that's a very crowded space. But fans are loyal to their team. If the team has an official app, They download it, they have it because they want the latest news. They want pictures with their uh, with with their favorite players. Uh, They want to be informed with everything that's happening with their team because they're loyal to their team. So what we offer is a product for the sports club so that they have an official app where they can engage their fans.
0: Very nice. Okay, so, um, so yeah, yeah so let me go back a step. Right now, I'm hearing numbers um, like the MLB launched uh, recently, and um, I think it was a few, a few days ago, and they got their highest attendance they've got since. Uh, sorry, the highest viewer ratings since 2011. Something like four four plus million views. That's 200 plus percent on last year's first, first game, the, the kickoff of the season. The NBA has got 30 cameras around the court, 30, capturing different angles. The NHL has got 32 cameras around the court, capturing different angles. It's very obvious that now these teams and these organisations understand They've lost a channel, but they're making up another channel now with the viewer ratings. So advertisers have a chance to to monetize on this attention, which means the actual league and associations and the teams have a chance to also monetize because the, the TV viewer ratings are flying at the moment. Now, your solution basically works within the ecosystem to 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 a to a certain extent, because it brings those goals to, to, to together and it helps it helps um, it helps teams engage their fans uh, more. But for a period of time, there was nothing. There was nothing.
1: yeah.
0: What were you guys doing during, during that period?
1: We were making contact. You mean, you, yeah, you mean you mean the period, the, the beginning of the, the beginning of yeah, uh, yeah. The beginning of the pandemic, like yeah. March and April. Well, yeah, well, well, in, in, in the beginning of the year, February, March, we we, we positioned the, the existing product and made optimizations for the sports industry. Very so nice. now, in 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 the, in the month of uh, uh, um, May, we made first contact sports clubs and say look what we have look what we've built we already have this it's ready to go like in four weeks it's yours with the visual identity of your club your branding your everything for your fans to download and you have a direct channel with them it's your it's your uh, your fans your app your data and there are ways to monetize this because you're bleeding money right now and yeah you need a new channel to engage the fan and you also need a new channel to monetize and the way we look at it they say, okay, so we engage these three actors, like the fans, the club, and the sponsors. So the club is in charge. They can put the sponsor in direct contact with the fan. So That's a quite a, an amazing thing. And it's new. helpful.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so if you, uh, if you sum this up, like in a sentence, what we help the club is to keep their fans close and engaged. And to keep attracting sponsors. These are key ingredients in this period for for sports club. Absolutely. And um well, in in the beginning of the period, we started to approach clubs, and it was we got a very good response. This made us very confident that we have and we we understand the space and we understand the needs, and what we already have is a good fit, and we can really um, uh, partner with them and, uh, help them solve some of the problems that they're currently facing. And, uh, we started approaching clubs here in Romania, uh, because I live here in Bucharest. It was easy for me to do that. And we already signed, uh, one amazing club that's built by the legendary Giorgio Haji. So he built and uh, he, uh, he, um, build an academy and the team that's the the team is i think it's funded in 2020 2012 and during uh, these eight years they have they they've just grown like crazy they they won the championship they went they were participating in champions league Uh, that's a great great team and uh we're about to sign two other teams in romania and we had uh, great contacts in belgium and the netherlands and also uh, uh, Austria with a hockey
0: team. Very nice. So, Very nice. so yeah, um, the, the,
1: <laughs> we have confirmations that uh, we're on the right track. So this is something that uh, is uh, is it's fueling us to keep going right now. And um, during all this, d- during this time where we where we make contact and we put a lot of effort into the sell, into the selling process. We also optimize the product to to have like a an even better fit with the current needs of, of the of the clubs. So we're okay. right now okay. we're in this mode where we make contact, we listen, we adapt, and uh, we we uh, partner. So okay. this is how okay. how it goes right now.
0: My my question to you is: Did you guys experience that feeling where everything just shut off? Like, did you feel that where one day you're flying, the next day you went? boom literally overnight things just just turned off
1: yeah it was uh it was just in february when we when we when we shifted to sports well in, so in you, january
0: so, so so you pivoted your whole business to sport and the whole world just just shut down
1: so it was, it's like this the enterprise is still there yeah of course of course yeah because it pays the bills
0: yeah of course that's fine Okay.
1: okay and then we said okay so this is this is what we have is a great uh tool for businesses that are centered around communities and we approached also festivals and there's where the feeling of that everything collapsed we had that with the uh-huh. festival <laughs> because festivals like was like oh this is a good 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 product that's that's great we need this for for all the people that are participating in the festival this is an amazing community yeah Right. So in, in February, in early February, uh, everything shut down there. Everything. Yeah. And then we, because uh, we, we got, we, from the enterprise, we shifted to this uh, community-centered uh, businesses, and the festivals and sports were uh, were the one, the two channels that uh, we had our eyes on. And festivals shut down completely, and then sports took off, like in the opposite direction.
0: <laughs> well, wow. There you go. But even, it took sports some time. So then take off because there was a period where things stayed shut down. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, for, for, from 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 from. Uh, for, so they had like uh, difficulties like they never experienced.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And
1: uh, that was that gave us the time to observe, to adjust, and to to then tackle the problem. Yeah, so we had like. We had like two months to observe, adjust, and then.
0: My my question was, how were you basically um, contacting people during this period where things were so tough? Uh, people were getting furloughed. Everyone's too busy trying to survive. You know the you know the drill, right? So yeah. what what steps did you guys take to actually go ahead and get in touch with their sporting organizations? during the, probably the worst time they've ever experienced in history, literally?
1: Well, well, um, the fans are like, without the fans, there's no community and there's no club. So if you look at fan engagement, that's, that's an essential part. So you need that, even in this period. You need that because people are at home and they need to be, the feeling of closeness is maybe even much higher than when things are normal and you can go to the stadium whenever you want where you're at home you need the connection with other people and the clubs even they're there even though they are going through this tough period where um they lo- they're losing money and they're under may, they may be understaffed and the federation stops um um giving them uh money for the broadcasting of uh, of the games um uh, so that's a that's a big big challenge for them but even with all this you cannot exclude the fans because if you so yeah if you if you're asking why now or how come now when everything is so hard how where do you guys come from and what why do you offer me this right now well why it it it, it uh, it's a good fit always but especially now with all the uncertainty around match schedules and in stadium fan participation, this is a, this is a great time to see this and how you, how you can optimize this because it costs you money to engage the fans in, in, in normal times. But in difficult times, you, ha- you need new ways and you have opportunities. So we're, we're, the way we, we present ourselves to sports club is this is an affordable opportunity that can help you, the cost of it. Is it is is smaller than what you gain from it, even just from a from a, from a, a money perspective. So the way we have the the, the way the tool is built, it, it has like the three main pillars. The, the three the three um, it's like a stool with three um, um, how do you say it? <laughs> Help me out.
0: Three uh, legs.
1: Three legs. Yes, three legs. So so you have <laughs> the content. So you yeah, have yeah, the content. Yeah, yeah. You have the content and then you have gamification and then you have e-commerce. And, well, the way these three elements combine, this gives you a, a, a good, good opportunity to engage the fan even and especially when he's not in the stadium.
0: Absolutely. Some of
1: Absolutely. the clubs, some of the clubs react to this and they say, yes, this is an opportunity. I'm interested. To show it to me because we're interested. And... Uh, that that helps us a lot to move the, to move to move uh, the discussion further, and then there are clubs that say this is a really difficult time and we cannot have this conversation yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Get back to us in a few months when everything when when where, where when hopefully things will be clearer with matches with the schedules with with how fans will be in the in the stands like maybe. A third of the, the stadium will, can be uh, filled. Or, <laughs> it's so it, it, the uncertainty is, is is so high with them, and they just don't want another thing on their uh, plate to deal with. Yeah, and some of them, some of them see the opportunity, and they engage with us. And uh, yeah,
0: I, uh, I think I think good. the more progressive and innovative ones would see the opportunity because it was a time where you need to put aside the panic. You have to have your cool helmet on and your innovation helmet on and really look and say, okay, how do we change things here? How do we yeah. build different channels to really keep our revenue coming through? So that's, that's who you, you probably would have, would have come across. Now, what's the biggest thing that you learned during this process? Um, like, what would you say are the biggest lessons you learned from experiencing this pandemic as, as a business?
1: Um, we looked at it just like this is a, with all the, 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 the troubles that people face in this period. This is an opportunity. This is how we framed it. And it helped us a lot because we looked at what we can do to help and th- this this framing, this frame this framing helped us to to uh, change the positioning, to do some changes to the product, and to accelerate the selling process. And um, I think we we, uh, we work like crazy. I mean, <laughs> like crazy. I, yeah. I'm not kidding. In, the, in this period, when when I, I had friends, I have friends that that. Uh, this, they have their work that their work is like okay it's, it's less than usual they're from home it's easier and they have like time to spend so get online they, they invite me get online let's have a conversation like uh, we did at the pub the, I mean uh, myself and my partners and the team that we were, we're running we were like 14 16 hours a day because the way, the, the way we framed it, so we saw the opportunity, we saw there's a demand, we saw that we can literally help people, the fans, the club, the community, we can help them. There, were the, there, were, there was a really nice experience with, um, with someone that said, uh, I need sponsors like now, not in a month or two months. I need sponsors right now because we're, we're, we're on the brink of, uh, of, of fading out. So this is a club we're talking. and. Uh, said so, okay i i can i hear you i, I want to hear exactly uh, uh the problem that you're facing and how we can uh, solve that so the the takeaway was that we're actually adding a new channel for the club to monetize so they are they're selling real estate right now on the t-shirt on the panels in the stadium on the chairs uh they use the, the the stadium to create to organize events the cafe to bring in uh potential uh, future partners and that's that's a really really good place to build a community and what we're adding is is a new channel where we allow sponsors to engage fans in different way in a new way that creates entertainment so it's very for for example a club uh, that that that's the centerpiece of the, of the of the community that's built around the team the, uh, all of a sudden they have this new channel where where they engage the fan with contests with prizes uh, they earn loyalty points it's it's that nature of uh, they, they have this engagement and it's entertaining and the the, the, the the prizes and the loyalty points they come from the club or from the sponsor and you can run all this uh, uh, tools like uh, uh, polls and um, uh, you can have collectibles and all of a sudden you, you do things that you could not do on Facebook. Yeah. You could not do on Instagram. Yeah. You, you can offer some prizes. I, I saw some, some, um, uh, some clubs that mimic contests on Facebook. So uh, give me some likes or give me some uh, uh, numbers if you, if you see, if you spot the difference between these two elements like in a picture and they have this engagement through comments. Yes. Yeah. that's a way to do it. It's boring. But, uh, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's you, boring. Yeah. You need to pay attention to the Facebook stream, and you need. To, yeah, it, it's really difficult. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think uh, what we've learned, what we really observed, is that we actually are, we are adding a new channel to their list of, of channels that they that they uh, provide to to their sponsors. So um, right now. We're, um, we're we're um, um, it's it's not we are, um, we're standing, it yeah. we're standing shoulder to shoulder with the club okay. to help them to help them attract sponsors because it's uh, they, they they the big clubs they 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 have they're doing fine but that's the ten percent what happens to the other ninety percent that's that's a really tough challenge that they're going through right now, and we're there for them and um to make them more um, uh, um, to, to 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 help them have a better offering to their potential sponsors with this new channel that we're adding
0: very nice very nice uh Duru Droshkaru, ladies and gentlemen the man that comes from the team at, at belong Doru you've been amazing uh, you've shared a ton of insight with us Thank you You've given us a few lessons to learn from. You've got through a period that not many businesses have actually got through. So definitely, definitely, definitely something to tune into and learn from. Before we wrap things up, Dory, where can people get in touch with you online?
1: Well, um, through LinkedIn, I I, I use that channel the most. Um, Also Facebook, also Twitter, but LinkedIn I use the most.
0: All right. Awesome, awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Doru Droshkaru, co-founder and CPO at Belong, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Resistance Series. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. you for this?